Hi, I'm Tiana Taylor, and you're listening to the Humanity Jitsu Podcast. Hey guys, welcome to episode 90 something of the Humanity Jitsu Podcast. <laughs> I can't remember the exact number because uh, a lot of numbers out there. <laughs> but guys, I'm once again joined by Tiana Taylor, really good competitor out of Spain. And guys, we spent ages talking about how annoying lapel guard is, how all annoying its derivatives are, a preference for lasso guard, and why spider guard is fucking shit. <laughs> And we also have a good conversation about which gi color we get legalized if it was up to us. So thanks for listening, guys. Hope you enjoy. Okay, so welcome back to the show, Tiana. What's cooking? Like, what have you been up to since uh, you were last on? Like, uh, about five months ago? Five months, yeah. I've been rehabbing still. I've had my um, second ACL surgery in March. And generally just trying to get myself back on my feet. Um, enjoying the Spanish sunshine. It's been very, very hot here. Sorry. Back up, back up, back on your feet. Fucking, I thought it was a knee surgery. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, true. But I was in a, in a full leg brace for quite a while. So I was using crutches as well. So I wasn't really using my right foot too much, Mm. but now I am back on both feet. So that's good. Did you get one of those, uh, fancy leg braces like Conor McGregor has where he's able to like walk around on it? Like the the weird cushiony one, not the cast one. That yeah. kind of get worse. Yeah, the the full yeah the full leg one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but okay. Quick aside, I saw after Conor McGregor snapped his leg, and he fucking uh has he got like a little mobility scooter that you'd see old women or fat people on, and he has his foot up over, and he's just zipping around. I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> I didn't get one. I didn't get one of those. No. Uh, well, if you ever bust your legs up again, uh, I'm going to petition to get you a fucking weird ass mobility scooter. <laughs> I appreciate it. Thank you. <laughs> uh, so what else has been going on? Like uh, in like, especially in Spain, like a uh, year allowed train or what's the crack? You know, just um, on the same page with it. Yeah, we we've all been training since I think officially last June, July. 2020 mm. um there's what's called an aforo which means um an, a maximum number of people allowed on the mats so i know like a, in some places in the uk you have to be in bubbles and we did have that right at the beginning last year but right now we are sparring with everyone you don't have to have the work with the same partner like we did last year and um masks are now not mandatory in the street they're only mandatory in um shops on public transport they are mandatory in the gym so when you're lifting you have to wear a mask which can be a bit uncomfortable because spain gets really really hot particularly madrid Mm. gets really hot but yeah things are pretty much normal pretty much normal are you getting like well how's the quality of training because like I know, I know like some gyms are like oh jesus fucking bullshit i don't know just just roll or something i fucking know like lots of i've heard like a bunch of gyms the quality of training is fucking diminished but like how's he how are you guys doing like is it a, still good training yeah still good training and actually we've grown a lot as well since we um we were closed last year for a couple of months but covid's actually kind of been pretty good for us in that our membership um 
numbers have gone up quite a lot at both our gyms. We've got a lot of new beginners. Um, and the people who are more advanced, like the purple, the brown um, belts, etc. They're, they're still with us. They're still learning more advanced techniques, but we've had quite a lot of new people join as well, which is good to see. Mm. Yeah, say that was the worst fucking thing about all the gyms being closed that like, uh, all right, well, let's just like, let's just ignore the fact that it's completely hypocritical to shut down all the gyms and then say, oh, yeah, you're serious about uh, people's health and people being healthy. I'm like, you know, yeah, but like, uh, you know, to, sorry to get back on point instead of just harping on about how stupid this whole fucking thing was. It was just like uh, that people couldn't start jujitsu like, oh, or. Like with us, we had a group of beginners just finish their little beginners course. We had a little thing and they're all, then everything shut down. It was like, man, we just fucking started doing jiu-jitsu and now everything's fucking shut down. Like, oh, Jesus, fuck. Like that would drive me up the wall. Like it's grand for some of us because, you know, some of us have been doing it three, four or five years. You know, you've got enough and you you can, you know, you maybe get someone to come train with you if, if the gym is closed. But these other guys, they're off a fucking clue and like, well... I guess when everything opens up back to square one. Yeah, that's really frustrating because they're like you said, people who've got a few years behind them, you know, they've got the passion for it, they remember the techniques. Whereas if you're brand new, you, you go in with all that enthusiasm, but then if you don't have the continuity with the training, then you might lose interest. Or it might go the other way. It might if they really enjoyed the course, they might be really motivated to come back. But then if the gyms aren't open then that's a massive problem mm. well plus like especially with all the lockdowns and shit everyone gets fucking fat because everyone has everyone did will let's be real that's what's happening people are like oh i'll get back into shape before i do jiu-jitsu and like yeah we've all we all know those people like um well one time i actually said to one of these people to not do that because okay he was about to finish his little beginner's course and he's like, oh yeah, I do it. I love, be loving this jujitsu stuff. Yeah, yeah, grand out. I think I'll, I think I'll, I'll like, I think I'll wait and get in shape and then come back and, you know, really stick at it. I'm like, dude, come on. That's fucking stupid. He's like, oh, like I literally just said, dude, that's fucking stupid. And he's like, oh, 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 what are you on about? I was like, well, dude, you're getting to shape for doing jujitsu by doing jujitsu. And he's like, you could see the gears turn in his head. He's like, oh, Mm, what a what a quaint notion <laughs> yeah when i when i hear people say that i say that's like saying a child shouldn't start going to school until they're clever enough same idea you get well, not, not to too. mention uh school doesn't really make you smart <laughs> no, especially, especially you know i know what you mean i know what you mean you know like i actually heard a really good saying uh, a few months ago it was like don't let your fucking education don't let your schooling get in the way of your education because, I don't know, I've been out of school for, like, fucking, let's see, like, five years. Nothing, nothing I fucking learned there was relevant. None of the fucking, I don't know, themes of this fucking stupid-ass poem helps me at all. <laughs> I don't have to do any fucking hypotenuse, hyperbole bullshit. Okay, I do have to do triangles, so I'll give them some credit for the trigonometry box. Okay, okay. I'll grant them that, I'll grant them that. But, like, come on the fuck. A lot of that shit was bullshit. Plus, not to mention, like, especially here in Ireland, a lot of, like, if you're doing, like, PE classes, right, physical education stuff, or gym, or so, some people call it, you know, that could, that's good, because, you know, obviously, people uh, get into shape, you know, have the students get in shape, like, okay, one class for an hour a week, but whatever, that's, but it could introduce them to sport, they like, like, oh, you're playing hurling there, I might do, try to do hurling professionally, or we're we doing football, 
might try to become a football player or we were doing rugby or whatever, you know. The fucking, like, if it, my the school I went to was any indication, uh, guys, I swear to God, I'll shut up about uh, how shit school is for a, in, in a minute. But this is, I have a good point coming up. It's like, uh, it's fucking lazy. They, they fucking, uh, they phoned it in like nearly every single fucking PE class in my school. It was all, it was all just soccer. Every day, soccer. Right. Every fucking time. I'm like, well, some of us fucking hate soccer. Yeah. You know? You know, and uh, having to do it every single week, you know, just builds the, builds more of the resentment. Now, yeah. occasionally, like, I'll give them some credit. Occasionally, we did dodgeball, which is grand out, because who doesn't love fucking doing that? Because the movie is so great. But <laughs> you know, lots of them were just so fucking lazy. Basketball, once in a blue moon. But, like, we're all short white guys here in Ireland. So, like, come on, we're not, none of us are going to be play, playing basketball. <laughs> but, like, uh, see... One of my one of my friends, he went to this other school, and like I'm so fucking jealous of him because in their PE classes, they had a fucking judo black belt come in and show them fucking judo shit when they were oh, in uh, wow. they were in school. I'm like, oh my god, you fucking people are so goddamn lucky. Like for all you know, you know that could get someone to start doing judo or wrestling. Well, to be fair, there wasn't a judo judo gym there, but they're all like. Oh yeah, we want to do more of this judo stuff. He's like, ah, oh, no, man. Uh, there's no judo gym here in Limerick, but like, uh, there's a jiu-jitsu gym over there, and that's how my friends started doing jiu-jitsu because, you know, their school put a little bit of fucking effort into getting other people to come in and show them other stuff. Ten, uh, tie right over, tie right over. But it's, it's interesting you say that because actually in Spain, judo and karate are the most popular sports with uh, for young children. Judo over here is massive for children, as is karate. Well, it makes sense because they're fucking, they're Olympic sports, so you'd figure they'd put the goddamn effort in. But no, if, like, you know, we have this thing in Ireland, just the GAA, the Gaelic Athletic Association. It's just, just fucking Gaelic football, hurling and rugby. They don't give a single goddamn shit about anything else. It's just the ga over here, the ga. Mm. If it's not the ga, no one gives a fuck. Except if it's soccer. People, people, get, yeah, it depends if they care about soccer, but like, you know, they could put way more fucking effort into, like, even judo. There's judo here. It's grand. Could be way better. Be nice if the government, you know, put some effort in so they get the fucking judo team up because Ireland's not winning any fucking gold medals at all at all. So let's be real. This is what I like, actually, about the States. They really put a lot into high school um extracurricular activities and then a lot of that like wrestling for example mm. even like cheerleading and then a lot of the students then apply for sports scholarships at university and there seems to be a lot more emphasis in the US on um excelling in high school sports when I when I was in high school we did track and field we, we did badminton tennis um netball um, I can't remember what else. Um, but I was a track and field athlete for a very long time. But yeah, compared to the US, there's just no comparison, really. Mm. But even then, like I heard this recently, the US uh, Olympic team, like a lot of the US Olympic teams for certain sports, they aren't funded by the government. They're funded by fucking private fucking... Uh, what's it called sponsorships and benefactors yeah. and stuff they like the government the government doesn't put any effort into them but like you know they're but they'll they'll take all the credit when they fucking come home with gold medals they'll take all the credit then like yeah you <laughs> don't you, you put you didn't help at all but you'll take some of the credit like 
It's like it's like when you're in fucking school and you get put on a fucking team project with the lazy cunt of the class, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's exactly like that. Even yeah. though it's, it's nowhere near like that, it's exactly like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and they take all the credit for the work that you did. Mike, you lazy bastard! I want to kill you. <laughs> Uh, so Tiana, like what, some of the questions I added since you since you were last here, like uh, five months ago, was like um, when you were able to train, like you know when you were able to train properly, when your knee wasn't uh, being a real asshole every every day of the yeah. week. Yeah, you know your your knee is being a real asshole. Did you prefer like judo based takedowns or wrestling based takedowns? Like, well, since we were just on a tangent about judo and wrestling as well. Um, I know very little about wrestling to be honest, so I'd have to say judo judo takedowns my instructor is extremely good at um judo mm. so and obviously because he's my partner we do a lot of one-on-ones we have a lot of private classes and um he'll show me some basic judo stuff mm. yeah plus not to mention like uh, i don't know if you train primarily in the gi or the no gi i'm gonna take a swing in it and say it's the gi i kind of do equal amounts of both no, I like, but, really like both uh, but but get this like I heard this there today actually like one of my one of my guys was like uh one of my friends is going on a massive tangent about wrestling and uh judo he's like man you can't fucking wrestle in the gi I'm like what are you on about I was like you can't fucking wrestle in the gi if you try to do like normal fucking wrestling they'll just they'll grab fucking something and do a retarded fucking stiff arm or a pull or something and it's so goddamn annoying to try finish the fucking takedown you might as well just do judo or pull guard interesting it's it's fair enough in nogi just do the do the wrestling or pull guard as well if you're if you if that's uh if that's your thing <laughs> yeah i think um i i mean with with wrestling i think there's a lot that can be definitely applied to jiu-jitsu same with judo and i actually looked into a wrestling club in madrid near where i live but it turned out to be one of those wrestling clubs that's like for entertainment oh like wwe so, yeah so if i'd like rocked up there could you imagine what happened would have happened it would have been so embarrassing for for them because you'd be kicking their fucking asses since you actually know how to grapple for real yeah but my i could my, my takedowns do need work definitely Oh, well, since it's all worked shit, you're just like, dude, you just you try to take him down. Like, dude, you're supposed to fall over. Like, come on. They definitely, my takedowns have got, have got better. But mm. I think, I think you can never be too good at something. You know, you can, I mean, I've definitely got my strengths. I've got my game plan. But there's always things you can improve, even if you're like really good at takedowns, really good at a particular submission. There's always things you can do to improve those. Mm. No, like, see, I heard a really good saying one time. It's like you only need three fucking submissions in your arsenal. You need a lower body submission. So like, you know, leg lock, you do foot, foot lock, knee bar, toe hold, whatever. You need a lower body submission, an upper body joint lock, so arm bar, kimura, americana, whatever, omoplata, and then a fucking choke of any description you like, whether it be we're naked. Like, uh, what would you say is like your your three go to is like for a lower body, upper body, joint lock, and then like uh, a choke? What's like your three favorites like or go to um, techniques? I would definitely say foot locks. Mm. What type? Do you like a straight ankle? Yeah. 
oh, I fucking, fucking love straight ankle locks. Like, people dread when I put them into single leg X, right? Because, like, here's the thing. Too many people nowadays, especially Nogi, are too fucking focused on heel hooks. So if you try to foot lo- footlock them, they're all like, what the fuck? You're not supposed to do that. That's not how the game is played now. So they, they kind of are like, the fuck is he doing? He shouldn't be doing that. You know. Yeah, I guess it depends on the rule set. Because obviously with IBJJF at blue belt, then mm. you can't do that. But, you know, the higher belts definitely do. Well, it's it's not even that you're okay. It's, I sort of phrased it badly. It's not that you're not allowed to do it. It's just like it, they're like, focused too much. Yeah, on like we we go with the assumption that it's like fucking I know uh, sub only heel hooks allowed rules. It's grand out. So like when we're doing nogi, so we're rolling, we're allowed to do heel hooks. It's fine. But like, uh, not many people would actually try and actively foot fight in, at high level nogi for a fucking straight ankle lock unless you're like Mikey Musumesi. To be fair, like. No one's really going to be thinking about it. They're like, oh, dude, he's going to try heel hook me or he might knee bar me in a pinch, but yeah. he's not going to try fucking ankle lock me because, like, who the fuck does ankle locks? That, that was a fad, bro. I done that one as yeah. a white belt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I really like um, straight ankle locks, straight foot locks, and I love triangles as well. Mm. I love triangles. And what one am I missing? Uh, the upper body joint lock, because like, uh, it was foot locks for the lower body and then triangle for the choke. You could just do triangle armbar. Yeah, triangle to armbar, yeah. Mm. yeah. Got, I, to be honest, I don't really have a favourite, favourite submission because I focus on, like, like you said, you don't have to have 50 different techniques. You can have a very small number but be very, very good at getting to those. Like, I know people who are, no, like, like Fionn's known for her pressure passing. Um, I've, I know someone who's, who will get a triangle from anywhere. Um, someone else will get an arm bar from anywhere. They don't, they have other arsenal in, the, in their locker, but they're so good at getting to those positions to execute what they're best at that, yeah, it's very true that you don't need thousands of techniques and be like a jack of all trades master of none if you like mm. now you just need you just need three submissions and like uh my ones for anyone who's wondering obviously straight ankle lock for the lower body kimura is what i'm liking now for the upper body because like i got uh when you got the big arms you can just rip people's arms off the kimura just like i do, I do nice. like kimuras as well yeah well plus like especially i love swinging around with the kimura taking someone's back with it and getting into the back you know just taking someone's back with it and starting fucking choking them and uh for the choke it's the darce choke i love the darce choke the dark yeah that's pretty i find that much harder in gi though i'm mm. much harder because of the friction the mm. friction of the material uh, you could just do the, the gi darce we have the lapel wrapped under because do you remember like uh the, there was this whole fucking thing it's just like okay the gi okay the Darce used to be called the Bravo choke. The Bravo choke is a gi choke where you have the un, you have they're trying to underhook you, you overhook them, you have the lapel wrapped under their neck, and you have the thing, you just squeeze them in. That was the whole Bravo choke initially. And then this guy, can't remember what his name is, it's um it's escaping me. He started doing a little twist of it in the Nogi, where he's like reaching his hand through and doing what we call the Darce choke now. That was a fair it's actually a fairly recent sort of thing. Re- fairly recent submission in the grand scheme of things he kept hitting people with this no gi bravo choke as everyone was calling it and like um what's it called 
uh, people just started calling it because I think his second name was like Darcy or something. So people right. start calling, calling it the Darce choke because he kept fucking doing it. And now it's now it's the Darce choke we know, and no one fucking does the Bravo choke. But I'll send you the Bravo choke later because that's 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 the one you do in Gi, in my opinion. I don't like doing the Darces in the Gi, but Edwin Najmi does them plenty good in the Gi anyway. Yeah. Well, plus, get this, since you were talking about getting the submissions from everywhere, <laughs> I used to fucking, um, I used to be a bit of a fiend for the Anaconda choke, which is just reverse darts because yeah, yeah. you get someone there, you roll through, it's fine out. I remember one time we were roll, we were st- doing specifics from De La Hiva guard, and somehow I ended up, with, like, in less than a minute, I ended up with this fucker in front headlock and an Anaconda choke, and then I just heard your man who's run the class, like, we get it, you can fucking anaconda everyone, would you fucking just do De La Hiva guard? That's the point of what we're doing. That's the point of the class today, man. Come on. We get it. You you're good at the anaconda choke. I do like anacondas as well. Yeah. I think they're lower percentage than the Darius, but besides I'm doing way more top pressure and passing. Like, why would you because if you fail at the anaconda choke, you're sort of compromised because you're on your side, sort of on your back a little. But from the Darius, you're still on top. You fail with the Darius though, in no gi, you can go to Anaconda. Yeah, personal preference, but yeah. I saw this new, like, I, I swear to God, people, I'll shut up about Darces in a minute, because I always talk about Darces, I, I think people think, are you into Darces or something, you fucking pervert, but like, um, what's it called, uh, there's this new sequence, okay, you have the Darce, you you drop to your hip, your your left hip, say your Darce in which you're like, right hand, whatever, so you drop to your left hip, you walk over to them, and then you step your leg, say that doesn't work, step your leg over to mount the darts, pull them up a little. Now say that doesn't work. You sort of roll onto your back and have a side, you have like a closed guard, a side closed guard locked up. I'll send you the video later because like I'm probably explaining yeah, it that's, that sounds really interesting actually. I'm, I, don't, I don't know if I've seen that before. So yeah, no, that would be good. Mm. To- I, le- I learned that off, I bought a darts course off of Jiu-Jitsu X and I was working it. I'm like, man... That's fucking awesome. And now whenever I put anyone into Dars, you just do that whole three-step sequence. And believe me, if they haven't tapped to the first two, they'll fucking tap to the third one. (laughs) They're all fucking crushed up and you're using your legs to pull them in and squeeze them and fucking Dars choke them. It's not a fun time. It's like Charles Oliveira. He has his Bronx choke. He has the fucking anaconda and he jumps guard with the anaconda in and they're all folded up and getting smushed. So that's his one, the Bronx choke. It's pretty much the same thing, but just swapping the, the arms. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I'd love to train with Charles Oliveira. He's the fucking man. And I'm very jealous of his, of his hair. I'm not even jealous that he's a, the UFC lightweight champion or that he's a third degree black belt. I'm jealous of his fucking hair. What's his hair like? I don't know who he is. Charles Oliveira, do you know? He's the... Uh, oh. I'll send you a picture later and you'll see <laughs> why I'm jealous of his hair because he's really nice hair. <laughs> Of course he's nicer here than me. I have a fucking, I have a fucking mohawk. I have Liddell. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying, I get this. I was trying to fucking just get a normal haircut again. Like just to fade. I had my hair like grand out. I got them to fade it in. Barbara was closed one day. My hair looked like absolute dog shit. I'm like, fucking hell. Uh, mohawk's back, I guess. I haven't had my hair cut since I, well, I've been in Spain for five years and I only get my hair cut when I go home because I don't trust anybody here with my hair because I've got Afro-European hair uh, and I'm trying, I'm trying to grow, it, it kind of grows outwards like sideshow Bob from The Simpsons, mm. it doesn't grow down 
Um, but I, I am trying to grow it, but I do need a cut, but I just don't trust Spanish hairdressers. Mm. Or like one of my friends, he, 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 he has to wear glasses, right? And he goes, he goes into the barber, he has to take his glasses off. He can't see that well in the mirror in detail. He's like, okay, I'm, I'm not wearing glasses. I can't see. I'm trusting you not to fuck up my hair. Yeah. And your man did. He like left a clump behind your man's ear. I'm like, I, did, I wasn't even wearing the glasses. How did you fucking miss there, dude? Go ahead. Like, fucking barbers. <laughs> ugh. Ugh. Like, I know you'd think, ugh. I won't go on a tirade about barbers, though. No. I, I, I won't. I won't. <laughs> uh, so, like, uh, another question I added was, like, what would you say is your, your proudest achievement in jiu-jitsu, whether it be competition, training, coaching, or whatever? Like, uh, what, what's, like, your mm. proudest moment? My proudest moment, I think, would be um, at the Spanish National in 2019. Um, I was in an absolute against um, the European champion, blue belt mm -hmm. European champion, and I'd had a blue belt for three weeks and um, I was up against her and I was losing 4-0 on advantages and with one second on the clock I footlocked her and she tapped. Nice. So, but the good thing is, I didn't actually, I couldn't actually see the clock, which was probably a good thing. Yeah. Um, but when I watch that match back now, I think, God, I was fighting badly. But because because I like to see, I I film all my um, all my matches, and when I when my knee's not playing up, I feel myself rolling in the gym. And it's like you look back and you cringe like a white belt yeah. and stuff, but then it, you realize how far you've come. So that was that. I think that was that's probably my um, my proudest moment because I was losing. There was and she literally tapped with one second to go. Mm. It's, it's, nice. a clo it's a close one between that and winning silver at the Europeans because I just come out of hospital. And I didn't know if I was going to be able to compete. So, mm. so that was a massive, massive thing for me. Mm. I say you wanted to send some of those ones to the hospital. <laughs> Pardon? Yeah, I say you say I say um, I'd say you wanted to send some of those ones to the hospital when you were fighting them. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't think I don't think I messed up trying to say that enough. I I don't think I made enough mistakes in that take. <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear. Uh, how do you guys uh here's a new one Ed. how do you guys handle warm-ups at the gym and like uh like at what stage are you allowed to skip them like is it purple belts like every other gym do you know what i see loads of memes about this we warm up by doing technique like we get there early and people often stretch like for example um if i'm on the mat because of my knee I will I will actually go arrive at the gym about 20 25 minutes early um because my knee isn't the same now so I have to really really warmed up but the official warm up in class um might be doing speed drills it, but but not like um you know running around in a circle doing star jumps doing burpees because um, my, my, my instructor's mentality is people pay for jiu-jitsu. 
Mm. They do not pay to run around and do burpees and star jumps. You can do that at home. But obviously your body needs to be warm before you do the technique. So we will often do um, drills, um, speed drills or like comp drills um, to warm up before we start the lesson. But we don't, if I, I teach um, the fundamentals um, because a lot of, those people don't actually speak any English. Um, so when I'm with them, I'll show them like, we'll do shrimps, we'll do triangles, we'll do sit throughs um, and that kind of thing. So they can understand, well, first of all, the names, because obviously the names of some of them, things in Jiu Jitsu are very strange. And, mm. and e um, even stranger when you put on a Brazilian accent and a Brazilian inflection, like Amen Fuchilach or Half Guarge. Uh, no joke, I actually yeah, went we, to seven times. <laughs> I only met one guy. I only met one guy who, who uh, two guys who ever goes half quiet in the foot lodge and gays the being balling or work. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just, I could I couldn't couldn't resist. Is he Irish? No, no, these two guys are Brazilian. Oh, I was kidding. I thought you meant an Irish person was talking like that. I'd be like, now, uh, we okay. fucking sound weird, but we don't sound that weird. <laughs> Well, to be fair, what sort of Irish guy says fucking bien bolo in a fucking casual like a uh, conversation? Yeah, we we <laughs> have like... a, we have um a few Brazilians at our club, and their accents are amazing. I love them; they're great. They're really really good. <laughs> but yeah, but won't we we don't like I know there's I see so many memes about particularly purple belt skipping warm ups, um, but if you decide to rock up late and you've missed your warm-up you know that's that's your prerogative you know if you then injure yourself you know you've missed the warm-up you've missed the, the the drills um sometimes if um we start earlier because there's no one on the maps before us you might roll um do some really light rolling but nothing mm. nothing nothing heavy just like flow rolling yeah i say flow rolling and just drilling are the best way or in a pinch like yoga yoga like i don't like running around circles i think they're fucking stupid and i've been saying this for ages i pay to do jiu-jitsu and people yeah. people are doing an hour-long class you waste 15 minutes doing stupid fucking bullshit that you know you could just do at home exactly that that's the mentality of our coach you know people pay to do jiu-jitsu that's what they want well plus like alternatively if people care about like getting in better shape they'll take the fucking they'll take the prog they'll take the effort sorry, they'll take the initiative and put in the efforts to fucking do shit outside the gym to get in better shape so they'll do better in the gym or you know they just want to get in better shape in general grand out you do you you know yeah actually where we train where our gym is and where i train it's um we do jiu-jitsu upstairs and downstairs is a weights gym. And if you're a member of jiu-jitsu, it's only five euros a month extra to use the gym whenever you want. So mm. there's no excuse, really. Mm. And yeah, some, like... quite a lot of our guys do use the gym before coming upstairs. But stretch, like when you mentioned the yoga, I think the stretching is really important as well because you don't want an injury. Mm. now i do i do yoga the whole time i do it like do it like every day and like even though we don't do rubber guard because rubber guard doesn't fucking work i'm able to do it because of my leggage <laughs> do you do yoga for bjj yeah like i, I don't have it because like it's it's pricey and i don't have no money but I, I look at their youtube videos that they put up which are very good they're grand out 
but like, uh, what's it called? Um, no, seriously, if if I honestly think if you care about getting good at jiu-jitsu, you have to fucking do some yoga. Yeah, yeah. Notice the way we say it here in Ireland, yoga. Yoga. <laughs> yoga. Yoga. You got to put emphasis on the ah. Oh, I sound like there's something wrong with me if I started speaking like that. No offence. <laughs> there is something yeah. wrong with you. You have a fucked up knee. <laughs> yeah, that is true. I can't deny that. I can't deny that. So technically there is something wrong with you. So if you spoke like that, you wouldn't be, wouldn't be out of, the, out of the, uh, anything out of the ordinary. Thanks. Oh, God. I'm sorry. I just thought that was it's fucking right. hilarious. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, so, like, uh, we're going to... Uh, guys, uh, once again, we've reached another segment of uh, the round of specifics. Uh, guys, you all know this. You all semi-decently love it, or semi-casually love it, I think, or is the phrase, or I could just be flummoxing this. It's the only good part of the podcast some people have told me. I'm like, thank you, and also fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, okay, so it's, you, you know the score of this because you've done it five months ago. It's like a bunch of jiu-jitsu, non, jiu-jitsu and non-jiu-jitsu questions. Yeah. I sort of forgot how to, how to fucking do my ad read again. <laughs> my brain's all fucked up today. Okay, so Tiana, what was the first gi you ever got? Like, uh, describe it to us in vivid detail, your first ever gi. My first ever gi was my instructor's. It was way too big. It was an A2. Um, it had stealth on the back of it, and it had some patches that I don't remember um, what they were. It was white, and for months I was just wearing his gis. Um, but my first, my first gi that I had for that I bought for myself was, I think it was a War Tribe gi. The Mackenzie Dern looks amazing in it, but mm. I'm not Mackenzie Dern. But I, I loved it. And of course, you're not Mackenzie Dern. You don't you don't pretend to be Brazilian. <laughs> yeah, her accent has changed a lot. Yeah, like, like literally, it was like Mackenzie Dern, 2010 to 2018, and her English is getting worse. It's not that she would just speak with the accent; she'd actually use worse English. I'm like, come on. Uh, I've like, seen the YouTube video with the like the evolution of her accent, and it's just like. Dude, yeah. yeah, but yeah, it was a war tribe gi, and I've still got it now. It's a, it's a really nice one, but it was hugely expensive because I got it from the states and I got stung by by well, post and packaging. I knew I was going to have to pay, but then the import tax. Oh, don't get don't get me fucking started on import taxes. Like, get this, this just this just fucking happened to me. Literally, just there, like, I fucking I paid like a hundred quid for like a, I got a rash guard, I got a gi, and I got a fucking a new belt because the belt looked fancy. I'm like, and you know, like, okay, why not get the get get a belt as well? So I get this stuff. I pay the postage and packaging. I pay for the gi, and I, it says under there imports and customs i'm like okay i'll pay for that too even though it was from the uk and it was fucking astronomically astronomically high so i pay all that the gi arrives everything is great everything's awesome i love the gi love it no complaints about the gi a fucking month and a half later they send me a fucking letter saying i have to give them 35 more fucking euro just because why not was said, this is this because of Brexit by any chance? Yeah, it was, but like uh, I I was on the thing. I'm like, I already fucking paid imports and customs and yeah. shit. Go fuck yourselves. And I kept, I just they kept fucking pestering me and emailing me and sending me letters to my fucking house, annoying the shit out of me, saying give us thirty five euro. And I kept emailing them saying, 
I fucking paid for everything, and now you're text, you're emailing me and sending me letters, uh, fucking two months after the fact, that's, asking for more money. I'm like, go fuck yourselves. That's really strange. I actually won a hundred, um, hundred pound scramble voucher on Instagram as I entered a competition, and um, I initially got my stuff sent to my UK address, but because of COVID and everything, and me not knowing when I was going to go home, I got it sent on to Spain, and I had to pay ninety seven pound. Uh, well 97 euros in import tax so basically awesome. it was the same near enough you might as well just like that sort of defeats the purpose i know it wasn't scramble's fault and it wasn't them no, because, no. I, I love scramble i think they're awesome but like uh not sponsored it's just like it's, it defeats the fucking purpose yeah it was i was i was gutted i was gutted but you know brexit has made things really difficult or mm. one time I brought I bought three T-shirts from a Chujitsu in America. He had his his nice T-shirts. So I bought three of them. Paid like eighty odd quid because uh, for in total, including postage, to get it shipped over here. They fucking nab it at the border in customs because you know it's from America or some shit. They fucking charge me thirty euro to go and get it to get for them to search it and then for me to go and get it. So I'm like, you motherfuckers. Yeah, I don't order anything from America because it's just... Well, actually, the UK's like that now. I don't order anything from the UK for, um, to Spain because it's just like with America. And everything here in Europe anyway, they either don't have it or it's so fucking expensive, it doesn't make, make a difference. Or I don't want to fucking get... And you can get it from China, but I don't like I don't like buying stuff from China because it's their fault we're in this fucking coronavirus <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> Oh, uh, you know, I still like Chinese food, and I like there, there's this there's this cat that runs around where I live. It's like a it's like a little boss, so we call it Chairman Mao. Okay. <laughs> that's quite a cool name. No, like I'd see this cat roll up to big ass dogs, just scratch it on the scratch them on the snout, be like, "What man? What are you gonna do, bitch?" <laughs> <laughs> so since so the cat's the boss, we call it Chairman Mao. Oh, it's over here, actually. Um, Corona beer isn't selling. Gee, I wonder why. But it's Maybe. just like, come on, just because it's got the same name, you're not going to get ill from having a Corona. Well, we've all been in a situation where we know someone who's a fucking dickhead or an animal of a certain name, and then everyone else who has the same name, you think that they're a dickhead too. Very true. I can't yeah. I can't deny that. That's that's true. Yeah, like we've all been there. Like and listener, you know you know damn well that you know someone that you don't like and you you preemptively judge everyone else who has a similar name or has the same name. You know it. Don't even lie. <laughs> I would yeah, well I'm not yeah, you're not you're not wrong. And I think also when you think of uh, when I've heard people say that when they think of baby names they realise how many people they actually dislike. <laughs> I don't know. I, 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 to be fair, I don't like children, and I, I, don't, really, I don't really want kids. But like, uh, I, I'd be terrible at pick. I'm terrible at picking names in general. I'm fucking. I'm dreadful at picking names for anything, even if it's something that doesn't even matter. Oh, what like we call this little project, or what do I call this folder, so I know where all my files are. I fucking agonize over it. How long did it take you to come up with Humanzi Jitsu? Quick, quick, actually, because I had the nickname ah. already. I had the nickname already, Humanzi. Oh, that I think you mentioned somebody else gave you that, didn't didn't they? Yeah, because uh, I whooped someone one time. <laughs> it was funny, but like, uh, oh, 
Also, uh, here's your next question. On a scale to one to a hundred, how much do you love wrist lock and white belts? I don't. I won't wrist lock a white belt. I don't. I don't do it. I don't no, do it. You got to. You got to show them how fucking shit and horrible the world is. Like that's why whenever I see a kid, I immediately tell them Santa Claus isn't real. You got to get them ready for the harsh, <laughs> harsh realities of life. I I personally don't um, wrist lock white belts, so it would have to be a zero. Ah, uh, it's really fun. <laughs> it's really fun. I just um. There is a very, very good white belt at our gym, and she's she'll she'll get a blue belt soon. And if I, um, if I'm drilling something with her, or I'm doing technique with her, or even rolling. Well, at the moment I'm not rolling, but this was before. Um, I would say, okay, here I would wrist lock, and I would slightly bend her wrist, but I would never really put it on. I would never really put it on because. You know, and I wouldn't want a white belt to then start slamming one on me when they don't have sufficient control. So, mm. kind of treat people how you like to be treated. Nah, which is fuck, not, fuck them. They're white belts. Not the mentality at all. They're not people. <laughs> they don't matter. Oh, that's so hard. <laughs> I'm only half. I'm only half joking. Half joking. That's the thing, because like white white belts get it tough because they're all, like new and enthusiastic, and then blue belts are like, every, oh, oh, they're gonna quit. I think you only kind of get a bit of respect once you're purple and above, really. Yeah, like okay, here's the stereotypes for everyone who doesn't know. Okay, white belts are idiots and they don't matter. They're fucking stupid. They suck at jiu-jitsu. Well, everyone sucks at jiu-jitsu except if you're like a fucking black belt, but or a good brown belt. But like blue belts always quit or they always think they know to move. Purple belts never do warm-ups and are fucking stoners. Brown belts are always fucking injured, fat or overweight. And black belts, I don't know, I can't, I can't think of a stereotype. They, they, not they're to no make any, not to make any sweeping generalizations. Yeah, they're, they're <laughs> no, know it all. Okay, here's the thing: they're either know it alls or they're. Uh... Yeah, I'm not making that joke. I'm not making that joke. <laughs> I was gonna say something else, but I'm not. I'm not saying that. <laughs> oh, here's the next. What I find um, sometimes with blue belts um, is that they like to teach a technique when, like, so if somebody comes to your gym to visit mm-hmm. um i've seen them try and teach a different technique and it's like no you're here to do the class what like what are you doing mm. now if, if it's after class or before and you're talking to someone like oh yeah you want to you know that move oh you don't yeah, know it i'll show you how to do it it's fine yeah, yeah I, I do that it's fine or yeah. like you know or you know say if it's the same move and your man doesn't know how to do it or he doesn't know a few details it'd be like oh yeah here's how you do it use this grip and then you rip their fucking leg off like this it's really fun well that's that i think there's not a problem with that because you're helping the other person evolve i'm referring to someone like yeah i think i think that's fucking stupid i think that's yeah it's rude a it's fucking you know arrogant b because like you're not you're not doing the class so don't fucking teach if it's before or after whatever or if it's during rolling and you hit someone with a move and there's like if there's like 10 30 seconds left in the roll and you hit someone with a fucking awesome ass move you're like will i just show you how to how i do it because there's like 30 seconds left fine whatever yeah that goes down that goes down really well with our white belts when they're paired with a higher belt because they're obviously still learning and adding to the very limited toolkit so yeah no problem with that it's when it's something completely different it's like what are you doing 
like oh we're doing clothes guard what's that you're doing a uh, fucking upside down leg, lo- leg <laughs> lock and things. Uh, I, I can't bolo for life of me I can kind of bolo do a baby bolo a baby bolo but not a not a not a, not a real bolo do you know what? a few weeks ago I was sleeping in my full leg brace and because I, I dream a lot about jiu-jitsu and I went to Baron Bolo in my sleep and my boyfriend had a bad back and he was like, what the hell are you doing? And I, I did this thing where I do things in my sleep and then I fall back to sleep straight away. But I, I kind of remember like going over and then being just like falling asleep straight away. It, it's... If only he was wearing a gi, you would have caught the Baron Bolo. <laughs> yeah, we do. it's still like 36 degrees in the evening, so... Yeah, well, we I, don't sleep in I, I can't fucking sleep in the heat. It drives me up the fog, the wall. It was hot there for a few weeks in Ireland. I'd sleep the fucking window open. I'm like, Jesus Christ, I can't fucking sleep. Yeah, I can't function without air conditioning in Spain. A lot of a lot of apartments um, don't have aircon, and the Spanish are used to it. But uh, being British, like when it's 19, 20 degrees, to me that's really warm. But to the Spanish, that's like big coat weather, scarves and stuff. And it's just like... <laughs> How do they fucking function? Well, I think that it's just a case of being acclimatised to it. But in the winter in Madrid, it does get quite cold because the houses are designed to keep heat out, not keep heat in. Ha, congrats, you played yourself, Spain. <laughs> bet, bet you didn't think about that now. But or the bad, the bad thing is, because of COVID um, and the massive, massive loss of money from companies, our electric has gone up by seventy percent, which is insane. Mm. But, but when when it's like this hot, if it, I mean, today I, I don't know what the temperature temperature is today, but last week it was like forty two, forty three degrees, and you can't not have the aircon on. Like we have, we don't have it in our bedroom, we have it in our living room, um, but we've got two fans that we sleep with, not sleep with in the bed, but have, we have two fans on. While I, don't ha- I don't have any fans. No one listens to my podcast. I don't have any fans. I don't have two fans, let alone get those fans to sleep with you. Like, what the fuck? I just <laughs> only fans, but now they've, they've brought in that new like rule that you oh, can't that, do That's anything. so stupid. Like, that, that's like literally, that's all they put out. All they put out on their fucking website is porn and shit and bad jiu-jitsu techniques if you follow Craig Jones one. <laughs> but, like, uh, but like literally, like I saw this meme. It was like, it was a gun, uh, only fans banning uh, porn and it's aimed at someone's foot they're shooting themselves in the foot yeah i mean do do you know did you hear about how the your man who runs the company came to that conclusion because he he uses OnlyFans and he was circulating it he was looking at it and uh he he he, uh got himself off to something he wasn't particularly proud of and he's like oh jizz i have to ban porn off this website really yeah that's what he said oh Okay, I didn't know that because I well I, I I read that the the founders it's some some bloke and some woman were really stressing because obviously they're going to lose a lot of money. But yeah, uh, you know, but like uh, what's I, I I the amount of memes I've seen are so funny is like oh yeah, uh, normal people when they hear OnlyFans is stopping porn on the website they look sad but then understaffed bars and restaurants when they hear only fans to stop in porn they're like yeah because <laughs> you know 
all of them have to go and get a real job now. <laughs> <laughs> Some of those people make a hell of a lot of money, though. Like, ridiculous amount of money. Like, there, there's some women on that who only, they literally, they don't even do anything sexual. They just eat fried chicken in a bikini and they get so much fucking money every week. Like. I missed the trick there. <laughs> <laughs> what, well, would you eat fried chicken in a bikini for a whole bunch of money every week? I w- well, I tried a thing once with the exceptions of incest and folk dancing. <laughs> oh, folk dancing? What are you got against folk dancing? What's wrong with that's, you? That's a quote from someone who's much more intelligent than me. I can't remember who, who it is. But yeah, I'll try anything once with the exceptions of incest and folk dancing. They didn't say murder. Uh, <laughs> they didn't say murder, cannibalism or rape. So like, you know... I'm just saying, that's some that's two weird things to take exception to. They're all like, oh yeah, folk dancing. What do people have against folk dancing? I don't see the big uh, big hubbub. Square dancing, maybe. Square dancing's fucking stupid, but folk dancing? Square, Come on. Square dancing, um, oh, what do I call it? I mean, it's, the, it's the weird Texas shit, like, um, you know. Oh, it's not, what's it called? What do I call it? Not barn dance. Is it barn dancing? I think it is. I think whenever you whenever you see it, it's in a fucking barn. True, with bales of hay and things. And some and some dipshit in the background randomly going yeehaw, boy. (laughs) (laughs) I have done barn dancing once. It was not good. I was quite young. You better not. You better not have been in the whole fucking get up of the. Oh no, no, it wasn't. Okay, okay. I'll I'll give you. I'll, I'll give you some points off for that. I was probably about 16 because I was still living at home but actually that's probably too old to (laughs) to be oh it was like you had to walk around in a square and oh I don't know it's that's that's that drives it's such a stupid fucking thing like Like if someone told me they were a fucking pole dancer and I have more respect for them than if they were a fucking square dancer, I'm like, fuck off. Yeah, you need a hell of a lot of strength for that, for pole dancing, a hell of a lot of strength. Mm. Well, plus, not to mention, it's it's more entertaining to look at. Yeah. Yeah. You can get very fit fit as well. Very fit from it. Yeah, well, I'm not in a rush to try it, so no thanks. Well, it might help with flexibility. My flexibility is good enough. I don't need to look like a stripper to be more flexible. You don't have to. It's all right. You don't look like a stripper. <laughs> <laughs> You're fine. You've got space behind you to put a pole. Oh fuck off! I no, the, the fucking uh, the the roof the roof wouldn't be able to take it. Yeah. See, I would. Yeah, that's such a shame. The ceiling wouldn't be able to take it. Otherwise, I totally do it. Yeah. That's that's the one thing stopping me from becoming a stripper or a pole dancer. The fucking ceiling. Yeah. The glass ceiling. The glass ceiling. You can do pole dancing without being a stripper. <laughs> well, you know. For fitness. A lot of people do it for fitness, so. Yeah, well, I'm a guy, so no thanks. No thank you. <laughs> well, there are some guys that do it. Yeah, but, like, they're of a certain uh, persuasion, which I'm not uh, a certain persuaded of. Good way to meet women, though. Not if you're one of those guys. That's a great way to meet. No. That's how you meet other guys. <laughs> well, imagine if you met, oh, imagine if you met like your future wife at a fucking pole dancing class and you have to tell your children that, oh yeah, I was going to, I had to do some pole dancing training to become a stripper and that's how I met your mother. How This whole show, How I Met Your Mother, would have been way better and way shorter if they just had met. <laughs> 
I'm just saying. <laughs> oh, so back to the questions there. I, uh, you went on a huge tirade about strippers and pole dancing and uh, square dancing and all that weird shit. Uh, lapels, yay or nay? Definitely yay. Nice. What sort, of lapel, what sort of lapel shit do you do? What do you like? Um, I like lapel chokes. I like taking out the lapel and wrapping it around limbs. Nice. Um, the octopus. <laughs> I don't know what the octopus is. I'm no, it's just it. it's it's just wrapping someone up with it and holding them like wrapping around like a tentacle. Oh, it's it's do you know it's weird in jujitsu because I, when someone s- says something like like that, I think oh I don't know what that is. I kind of do, but it's just got I just call it something different. Mm. The amount of names for shit is really really weird. Like, uh, do you ever see like the reverse the shoulder crunch armbar? You get someone's arm like this in front of them, and you get the armbar uh-huh. there. They don't have names. Like you try searching for it, there's no general consensus what the name is. I just call it the shoulder crunch armbar because you get the yeah. shoulder crunch sweep. Some people call it the Marcello armbar, the fucking telephone armbar, which I think is kind of clever because you're bringing their their elbow yeah. up to your ear on the telephone, like "Hello, your arm's breaking," or the reverse yeah, armbar. Different, different like names for the same thing. That's yeah. why I get I get a bit confused sometimes. Mm. Or I'm gonna do the front choke, or the cross collar choke, or the X choke, or like, dude, come on. What's well, what's the weirdest name you've heard for something that you're like, I what the fuck is that called? You're like, I. It's like the weirdest name you've heard for something. Um. It wasn't for a technique. This is when I when I very right at the beginning of my jujitsu, um, I had hammer and I and I and my boyfriend was in Brazil at the time and I said to him oh we did the hammer in class today and he was like what what are you talking about that's not a technique but I completely misunderstood we were doing um I think it might have been arm bars and the the instructor was saying that or whatever technique we were doing I can't quite remember what it is but let's go with an armbar he was saying that you need to bring your leg down on the back like a hammer. So, but me being a white belt and not knowing my ass from my elbow meant that I completely misinterpret what was being said. And I was thinking, oh, that's the technique. So I guess you could say it's more of a, a, a detail to make the technique better. But it's definitely... Oh, my gosh. But actually, but do you know what? There's someone possibly listened to this who calls who has a technique that they personally call the hammer but yeah. well, i've heard people call something the hammer lock yeah i don't know that i think if they just do a, a shit rear naked choke where they just have the hand back like this like they're holding a hammer instead of putting it behind their head ah. i think that's when someone's just doing a bad rear naked choke they call it the hammer lock right i oh. think i don't know but that's my best guess whatever it's fucking stupid just call it the rear naked choke <laughs> Emphasis on the naked because we're all a bunch of fucking perverts. Yeah, because we've got to be careful when you talk about jiu-jitsu because the, jiu-jitsu because you can't drop just like rear naked choke into a conversation with people who don't do it because it just sounds strange. Or hey, dude, did you ever see the Mataleo or the Lion Killer or the RNC? Yeah, yeah, the Mataleon I hear quite a lot over here. Mm. Well, really, everyone says that there. Yeah. Mm. see i thought it was i used to think it was because like i used to think it was because there was a guy called mataleo who opened name fucking invented that joke i'm like 
It's probably it probably just means I think it means lion killer in Brazilian or something. Is that right? In Portuguese. Yeah. Yeah. Matar the verb matar means to kill, and leon. Leon means choke. Uh, lion, obviously. Lion. Lion, yeah. uh, lion, lion. I said, why did I say choke? I'm retarded. <laughs> uh, what was it? Oh yeah, if you crave. You're, retar- you're not retarded. You're just Irish. Oh, okay. <laughs> now, guys, did you know that there's no retarded people in Ireland? There's autistic people, but there's no retarded people. That's a distinction. There's there's no one in this whole country with an IQ of under 80. Because isn't that the what's the thing? If you have an IQ under certain amounts of certain amounts, you're considered mentally retarded. I don't know what the. Do, do you not know the answer to that? No, because I'm not a retard. <laughs> so I don't. I don't need. To, I don't need to know it. I don't need to know it. I think you totally missed the joke there. I think it totally went over your head. No, just because you're not smart doesn't mean you're retarded. So if you created a guard, no matter what sort of grips or leg configuration, what would you call this guard and why? You asked me that last time. I can't remember what I said. Do you have a new, you maybe have a new guard now. Um, the ACL guard. Mm. Well, now let's think of something. Let's think of something very rude and vulgar for the ACL to stand for. Uh, asshole, cunt, loser guard. Because if you get put into the guard, you look like an asshole. You're gonna get swept like a cunt, and then you lose the match. Boom. Okay, that's that's your that's your answer. So we can go with that if you like. Mm. Yeah, that's. I'm, I'm, yeah, now guys, uh, you, have to, you, have to, you guys have to miss. I'm semi decent at improv. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't bad to come up with that in a few seconds. That was that was very that was quite impressive. <laughs> Asshole, cunt, and loser guard. <laughs> oh god. Oh, here's a new one. If you could legalize one funky color for gee, because you know you're only allowed to wear white, blue, or blackies for fucking competition. If you could legalize any color, just one solitary color, so no multicolored shit, what would it be and why? Teal. Oh, uh, that's. Uh, that's a sort of blue, but like, uh, it's I'll, I'll really, allow it. It's, um, I have a, a Hyperfly Ghee, which I absolutely love. And it's, it's more of a green rather than a blue. Oh, okay. Okay. And it's really, really nice. But obviously it's not a legal, it's a legal Ghee, but it's not a legal color. So it would be that. I don't like tie. I'm sorry. I don't like tie dye Ghees. I've seen some of yours and I'm not a fan. How dare you? I'm <laughs> How honest. dare you? I'm honest. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I appreciate. Be, I appreciate your honesty. I but teal, but t- more towards uh, the the green rather than the blue. Mm, maybe lilac. Lilac. You say lilac. Yeah, lilac. Lilac. Yeah, lilac. Lilac. I have a. I have another hyperfly uh, ghee, um, which is. Lavender, it was actually lavender, but it but all lilac. You can say lilac. They, they, they have two of them, don't they? They have a lighter one and a darker one. I think one of them's lavender and the other's lilac. Like one's like a lighter and one's a little darker. I don't know actually. I think I've they have got, two. They're, they're the starlight geese. Um, mm. I've got one in sky blue and lavender. Mm. Um, and they're really good for summer because it's so hot but they're not ibjgf legal uh, fuck the ibjgf each and every day they grow more and more irrelevant so they can they can kiss my ass yeah but the belt check is becoming really they can kiss my tie-dye gi wearing ass 
I actually, I'm like the only person, well, one of the few people who don't, who doesn't mind the IBJJF. They're very, very polite. Well, they're based in the States. But actually, the Europeans isn't on in 2022. That's fucking, so that's, it's fucking bullshit. But, that, but it's because, obviously, it's a business. And if Americans can't travel to Europe, then... Well, they, they, don't, they, they don't give a shit if Europeans can't travel to America. The Europeans, I, the, Europeans can, yeah. the Europeans can go fuck themselves. Like, oh, fuck those backwards cunts. All about America now. That's the thing, because the Worlds is on. The Pan Ams, I think, has been on. All the all the major competitions have been on in the States. We can't go. Uh, we, we can run stupid outdoor comps now, though. Like, get this, you know, in the fucking Northern Ireland, Northern Ireland, they're allowing jiu-jitsu competitions indoors to go ahead. But in the Republic of Ireland, mind you, same fucking country, literally the exact same fucking country, it's just this little part is owned by England and the rest is owned by Ireland. You can't fucking have indoor comps. You have to do outdoor comps and, you know, it fucking rains every 10 minutes in fucking Ireland. So trying to do outdoor comps is not particularly a good idea since all the sun is gone now. You get three weeks of sun in Ireland and that's when they had the tournament. So gone. Yeah, that's really unfortunate. But like, it's it's true what you say because it's because it's a business and the world, the the master's world is going, the master's um Sorry, the Masters Worlds is going ahead for adults um, and for masters. Sorry, let's start again. The Worlds is going ahead for Masters athletes. Um, the Pan Ams is going ahead and all of these are in the States. But because the um, Brazilians as well can't come to um, Europe at the moment. I don't think that's also motivation for not having the Europeans. Mm. So, but it's like you say, they still have the competitions, but, you know, in Europe, we, we can't. Uh, we, we just have to go fuck ourselves or do, uh, what's it called, uh, super fight events or wait for Polaris to give us a call if, yeah, you know, it's fucked. You know, it's a pretty shitty time to be a fucking jiu-jitsu competitor. Like, I, I've heard plenty of guys, they're all like, oh, yeah, my coach won't promote me unless I win a competition, but competitions aren't fucking on. Yeah, it actually Fion wrote something um, really recently. I think it was about about last week about how she kind of feels um, like her her identity is a bit lost at the moment because COVID, obviously with COVID, um, she's not been able to compete. And obviously, my I wouldn't insult Fionn by comparing her to Jitsu in any way, shape, or form. I'm also, I think, 12 years older than her anyway. Um, but you know, she was saying that she's in her peak time for mm. fighting and she can't fight. I know she's doing like seminars and camps and things, and it is really difficult because I, I'm struggling not being on the mats with an injury. Um, and although she's not injured, to be at that level and not be able to do what you really, really love um, must be really difficult. Mm. No, see, I totally understand. I totally feel her. Like, I love fucking competing. I'd always go competing. Not many people at our gym competed, so I'd always fucking go. Like, you know, I didn't go competing every weekend because it's Ireland and competitions aren't on every weekend. Plus, mm. I'm, not, I'm not fucking made of money. <laughs> yeah. But like, you know, it wasn't even, I, you know, it's not even like I was competing to be like a world champion or anything. I was competing to be, you know, as best as, as I could. And if I had a fucking 
hole in the game. I could you like, oh yeah, this is what happened. I got fucking trounced because I had this hole in my game. Now I can fix it. So, you know, it's like a way to make your jujitsu better. Sorry, this fucking thing. But like, you know, th- that's fucking gone. Like a whole fucking way to improve your jujitsu is just gone. It's fucking bullshit. And, you know, we all know it wasn't jujitsu competitions fucking uh, spreading the Rona or killing grandmas. So like, what the fuck was the justification? Mm. Okay, so on a way less uh, lighter note, oh, also, my answer would be uh, pink keys, by the way, for the legalizing colors one. Oh, pink. Yeah. I can see you in pink, actually. I will see. I, I was thinking of getting a new gi soon. I can't have to decide on the color. I'm, I really want a new black key. I only have, like, uh, two black keys. I need a new, new good black one. Mm. Let's see. <laughs> What, I'm fashionable with geese. I love geese. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. On a scale to one, t- right. what would you say is the most annoying guard? Last question. What would you say is your least favorite guard to pass? The most annoying fucking guard and you wake up in the middle of the night trying to f- fucking uh, pass his guard because it annoys the shit out of you. Good question. I'd say Lasso. Yeah, oh, yeah. Lasso is so fucking annoying, but it's a good thing not many people in my gym play it, or else I'd be fucked. Because you know, I just I'm like, oh no, he's playing lasso. I'll just step back and fucking get away from him. But I play it, and I, I like doing it. I love the catapult yeah. sweep from there. The catapult sweep is my jam. Or rolling under to the omoplata. Yeah, we talked about this last time. Yeah, it's yeah. very good. Yeah. Uh, I might try work it more since, like, you know, might as well get some more tools for the toolkit. But I notice like so many of the high level women play it. It's like it's like a mainstay in a lot of their games. Plus, not to mention yeah. for guard retention, even in Nogi, doing that lasso motion with your leg is like, it's way fucking better than shrimping. If you shrimp for guard retention and you're like a blue or purple, high level blue or purple belt, your guard's going to get fucking passed, buddy. Yeah, lasso is very popular with women. Very popular. But why? Like, that's, like if we think about like, it's just, it's it's like spider guard. But it's like way better. Sp- Spider Guard fucking yeah. sucks. I hate Spider Guard. Lasso, it only fucks up one of your hands. You have your other hand free. You can still fucking sweep. You could, if you're in a pinch, you could play Spider Lasso. Do omoplatas, do triangles, switch your true to an armbar, get your sweeps and back takes. Like it's, I think it's 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 way fucking better than Spider Guard. So like, what the fuck? Actually, I think Spider Guard would be my one my nightmare to past rather than because it, it's your two because hands it's, because like you said yeah thinking about it it's two hands and you're you know yeah at I've, least I've, it's just I've one seen, hand to the other one unless it's spider I've, lasso i've seen uh, matches where someone's got spider guard and they haven't been able to pass it and it's just been like really stale and really kind of like nothing's really happening but then you get penalty points for for that but yeah i actually i Rather than Lasso, I'd say um, Spider-Guard. Okay, so guys, with that, we're going to end the podcast. So, Tiana, do you have anything to say before we shoot off? Do you have any more terrible uh, ghee colours to suggest to us? (laughs) Like uh, Sandy Beige? Uh, That's the thing. Brown geese are probably the worst fucking thing I've ever seen, except for, like, really light brown, like like beige or something. Yeah, those those kind of colours, yeah, just I think we should forget about them. Yeah. So, like, uh, do you have anything to say before we shoot off? Yeah, can I just give a shout out to my sponsor, Chris at XS Guard Mouth Guards? Mm. They do awesome custom made mouth guards that you can design yourself. 
and also Hyperfly Europe for their continued to su continued support. And a huge shout out to Dr. Carl Bescobi, who's on Instagram at Evolve Your Injury. Yeah, I've been working with him um, for sports psychology, focusing on injury. So, and he's been really, really good. So definitely check him out. He's, at, as I said, Evolve Your Injury on Instagram. Mm. Okay, yeah, I'll, I'll check that out. That sounds fucking really good. Cause like, you know, why would you want to be injured? Why would you want to have a bad, you know, why wouldn't you want to get recovered and better sooner? <laughs> and it's the psychological side as well he works with me on because, you know, when you've had a bad injury, it really can affect you. Like Conor, Conor McGregor was saying the other day, he's scared to kick, which is completely normal because he broke his leg. Mm. Um, so it affects every, it, psychologically, it doesn't matter if you're at Conor McGregor's level or my level, injury does affect you. So um, Dr. Bescobi works in that area and he's exceptionally mm. good. Okay, so guys, be sure to check him out. I'll have his link in the description as well, as well as Sienna's Instagram uh, uh, link in the description. Man, I just fumbled that. <laughs> so thanks for listening, guys. Hope you enjoy.